Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. What the fuck is going on, goons? We're back in the saddle. Mike, it's, on, it's Monday. It's Mon- this is my Monday routine now. We did this last week on Saturday, and it's thrown my whole fucking week into fucking disarray. Oh, really? I loved it. Uh, I prefer to do this at night on Monday because, A, it inconveniences you. B, it's a good way to start off both of our weeks, Mike. Does this not relax you, hearing me yell? Um. Yeah, but I, I'd prefer it like if it was on you know, a Saturday, like on, on my schedule. Where, where But you have to work on Saturday night. Saturday night, sure, but like I can't start drinking during the day, Mike. Yes, you a thousand percent. I am can. not a. I'm going to throw this out there. Did a lot of day drinking last week, but I am not a day drinker, Mike. Did you know that about me? That I'm not really big big of a day drinker. I prefer to sleep most of the day away. In all honesty, if it was up to me, I'd be waking up at four in the afternoon. Okay. I just need two hours of sunlight. That's it. Get yep. that vitamin D in me. No homo. Okay. What are you saying? Uh, you want me to start day drinking? You're trying to ruin me? I'd be dead in a year. I mean... If I start breaking the seal on day drinking, Mike, it's all over for me. All right, that's fair. Yeah. I can start drinking during the day. I did drink all week during the day in New Orleans. But not a lot. I would have like two beers and then go back to the hotel and work out. You need three beers to do this show. Yeah, but these are tall boys, Mike. And you I'm in Manhattan. I'm going to keep drinking. You can just get regular beers and then bike home. That's the first part of your workout. I like to get a workout in before I come in and do the show. What? Yeah, I like to work out. I do a, a kale shake with protein in it. And then I bike in. And then we eat. Uh, today we ate disgusting chicken sandwiches, Mike. I don't know. It was, dis- it was like a whole thing. chicken on each of those sandwiches. It was a lot of fucking chicken. It was crazy. There's yeah. a Taiwanese place that's making giant chicken sandwiches it's called, called 886. It's called the Notorious KFC. Oof, it's so good. But uh, I do want to talk about New Orleans. Now, that's a heavy drinking city, Mike. You ever been? Mm-mm. Um, I would imagine if you had been there, you would have just sat in Harris by yourself at the pool at, at the poker table for 12 hours. Well, what else am I do? I can't drink. That's true. Um, but 
I've been there twice. The first time I was there, I was in my early 20s. I went with Chris Stanley, and all we did was drink. So I didn't really notice this fact. And the second time I was there, we stayed, me and Paperface stayed with a friend. And uh, he had coffee in his house, so it was very easy. You know what's very hard to obtain in New Orleans after noon? Fucking coffee. Like, most of the coffee shops close at 1. What? It's fucking crazy, dude. That's insane. They have so many drunk people. How are you going to sober up? Dude, there's like, it's not like, he, like, you can't trip without landing in a cup of coffee in New York City. We are all over-caffeinated. It's the only way to get through your fucking dreary day in this dead city. I'm producing from a oversized cup of coffee. It, it's true. You're swimming in there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, but you cannot, I, it was, dude, I was to the point where I was, I was going to get into a fist fight sober because I can't find a cup of coffee in New Orleans. I was yelling at people in the street, hey, where the fuck can I get a cup of coffee? It's bonkers, Mike. Okay. Could you live in a coffeeless city? Uh, a it's co- a great city. Otherwise, there's jazz bands all the everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's a brass band or a jazz band. There's booze falling out of the walls. It's <laughs> mostly fantastic. You just can't. There's no street food, and there's no fucking like all food. By the way, all food overpriced in New Orleans. Everywhere I've, there's like a. In the north side, you can get like a 25-cent oyster happy hour, but you can't just grab a gyro on the street. Yeah. You need a $6 option somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... It, it's like 8 bucks for a slice of pizza. I don't want that shit. I need a cup of coffee and a bacon, egg, and cheese, $4. Or your city's useless to me. Wait, you think you, you can get a bacon, egg, and cheese and a cup of coffee for $4? A small coffee by my house. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Even with inflation. Dude, I went to go get a bacon, egg, and cheese the other day. It was like in six Manhattan. bucks. No, in Brooklyn. By your house? Yeah. In that little gas station thing? No, we got we got mad spots. You got to find the better spot. Yeah, but they got the halal bacon at those spots. I want the real bacon. Oh, you got to pay extra for that. Even though pork is the only fucking food on sale ever now. Yeah. I was trying to eat less pork before the pandemic because they're smart like dogs. I don't want to eat dog, even if it is a fat ugly hairless dog you know what i mean i don't want to eat a big even like a big fat ugly dog right especially during ramadan yeah dude and ramadan is like all the time now i think it just already started again yeah it did it just moves it's no it started on saturday why do you know that reasons why don't you just tell me um are you muslim now no no i mean salika salam but no okay so why why are you um, no, I just, uh, I follow Mama Sardar on, uh, Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Mm. If you have fat tits and you're Indian, I'm gonna follow you. That's true. I'll follow you. It better be on Instagram. <laughs> like, if you're lucky, it's on Instagram. Mm. Yeah, you'll follow them to their house. <laughs> if not, I'm just gonna follow you to your crib. Mm. So give me the Instagram. <laughs> mm. I'll tell a funny, this is out at school, but a funny story about her. Because she's a, she's a good looking girl, right? You'd say so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, we were hanging out at the stand, <coughs> me and a couple people, and she was talking to some fucking dude, some pretty, like a pretty boy, button-up shirt, white boy, you know, look good, good, good looking dude. But they were talking about like four hours while we were there drinking. He just gets up and leaves, and like a minute later, she comes up to me and maybe Justin, and it was just like, just, 
you guys would fuck me, right? And I was like, what? Like, there's not an invitation, but you guys would fuck me, right? And I was like, sure. This feels like an invitation. It, and then she, I, was, I go, I, go what's, I, I literally go, because like, we're friendly enough. I go, what's wrong? And she goes, I was just talking to that guy for four hours. And then I was like, so you want to get out of here? And he was like, oh, did you think I was going to do that? Like, what were you doing talking to this girl for four hours? I mean, maybe he just, like, you know, respects women, like, talks to them like they're people. Had Wh- an interesting conversation. Four hours? It was, like, Monday or Tuesday. I mean, clearly the guy's been... Like, that sucks, too, because it's like, if you're out that late on a Monday or Tuesday talking to someone she for was, that long... He was hammered. I was going to say, you got to be getting fucking sloshed. Dude, It. that's what I'm saying is just, like... Could he just not stand up? Was he just trying to sober up? Also, this is what I'm saying. It's like, good-looking girl, too. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe he, he wasn't gay. Maybe he was super drunk when they started talking. Oh. And he was like... And she talked him sober? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then like, he was like, this is below my pay grade. That's. I think that's what happened. I think she talked her way out of some dick. I think... No, I think he... I don't know, man. I think he kept pushing it as a conversation. You know, sometimes that just happens. You think you're having a great conversation with it. I mean, look, I've had women bail on me after a two-hour conversation in a bar. It'll happen. But that's a woman. That's what they're supposed to do. I've never heard of a man doing that. No, no. I've heard the exact opposite. I've heard of a lot of thirsty dudes. I watched a dude over this weekend. <laughs> I watched a dude over this weekend. Uh, a girl got kicked out of the show that you were on, uh-huh. right? It was a group of three... Fairly, fairly attractive. I, fairly attractive. I could tell even from the black and white nest camera that is in the green room. But also, like, problem levels of drunk. To the point where they had to be kicked out of a comedy show. I mean, that's a type of hot. While the they first were blonde, too, right? They were all blonde? No, no, no. There was this one chick, the real problem chick, was an Indian chick. Oh. Right? Tall, brunette Indian chick. So fucking... Uh, these demons, right? These fucking just semen awful, demons, awful semen demons, right? They were fucking, they were just acting a fool, right? Mm-hmm. Shacking a fool, if you will. And they get kicked right the fuck out. This motherfucker with like the Birdman hand rub energy, right? Pops up and he like follows the group of three chicks out, comes out into the bar, hands it from chi- the comedy show. From the comedy show. So like these three girls are getting kicked out. Another guy gets up and disrupts the show and walks out during the comic set. Right? He hands this chick her vape, right? And like, I turn my back for a second just to make sure that like they're paying their bill. I turn around. He's fucking trying to get her to put in her passcode because she's so drunk she can't even look at her phone to get face ID on. And he gets her fucking number. <laughs> Here's the thing getting a number in that situation is terrible. Why? I mean, I guess what, what do you do? You text the next day, you get home all right? Yeah. But now you're just bothering a girl who doesn't remember you. I think you do. You were hot enough to get her number in the first place. I think you got to do at least. I think you got to do Instagram in that situation. No, I mean, look, he was thinking on his feet. God bless him. The way he tells the story, she forced him to take her contact info. But you know, then he comes back in, Mm -hmm. comes back into the showroom, sits down, has a conversation with the comic about what just happened. Comic's like, you got a fucking number, goddamn, like you know, savage. Right, and they're going back and forth. He tries to call her; she doesn't pick up. Then my dude reaches out and grabs the one drink that that group of girls left behind, and just sits there sipping on that drink. Nice, right? That I respect. Talk about just fucking full-on future Did energy. You go out and tell him, 
still two drink minimum, bro. <laughs> Wait, do you the chicks? To, you have to buy two drinks. No, I fucking... I let them get away with the one drink minimum, but I did charge them full price for those fucking tickets. No, I'm talking about the dude drinking their drink. You got to be like, you still have to buy two drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I had I had the waiter press him on that for sure. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Just, that doesn't count towards you. No. Okay. All right. We used to... I actually had to tell a barker once... Uh, stop telling dudes that you already barked girls into this show. Why? Because that never, it's always, a. because he would just bark thirsty dudes in on like a Tuesday in the Lower East Side, and then they would just talk to the chicks loudly in a tiny room. I mean, before the show. No. Well, that's an issue then. Yeah. It's happy hour. It was a happy hour show. It was a, it was a slosh fest. I don't know. I've gotten... I've seen that work. I've personally barked people in being like, yo, there's a bunch of cute girls in there. Go talk to them before the show starts. Yeah, but you're smart enough to see that part. Uh, yeah. It's fair. Also, you're like... This was a kid who they were like, oh, word? And then they're like, now we're taking advantage of this kid. You're a guy that tells that to t- some dudes, and they, they kind of think they owe you one. Like you have this salesmanship, and I this is a, this is a rare compliment that I'm going to give you, Mike. You have a salesmanship where you can tell somebody, go be a piece of shit, and they're like, no, that guy is right. I should be a piece of shit right now. Like It's like, and they feel like they owe you for fucking lighting a fire under their ass for going and doing something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, how is it being a piece of shit? It's true, it's not. It's like, hey, these fucking girls are out here. They're, I was able to bark them in, right? They... Took the time to talk to me. You don't think they're going to talk to you fucking guys? What are you, you talking about? Cool guys. You guys all got buttons on your shirts. Get in there. Get these fucking broads. You all got stripes that go in different directions. Dog, you got so many stripes and buttons. Why aren't you in there talking to these broads? How are still 21-year-old kids wearing just stripey button shirts? What do you mean? I like 21-year-old dudes. It's always a stripey button shirt. Still, long sleeve stripey button shirt. Yeah, because it works. Still... It's Bitch. always worked. It's worked since the fifties. Stripey button shirt, man. Bro, it's, you motherfuckers it's in such like a the, dumb look. Motherfuckers in like those like the the, the you plaid. Thirty year old men that pull pussy get wearing the stripey button shirts. No, because we realize we can pull pussy in t shirts. That's what I'm saying. Why are they still wearing the stripey button shirts, looking like tool bags? I was saying this a couple weeks back. Imagine being the kind of loser asshole that leaves that leaves work in a button down shirt, right? And then goes home and puts on your leisure button-down shirt. I respect that. No, you don't. All right, well, no, because I've never... You're wearing sweatpants. <laughs> you wear the same sweatpants the last three days at no, no, too no, many no, different no. jobs I see no, you No, 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 no. And I looked you dead in your face and said, did Alex buy you those sweatpants? And you said, of course that she did. My regular sweatpants elastic was worn out, and she couldn't stand to look at them anymore. Wasn't that the elastic was worn out? Is that there was visible holes in the pockets. <laughs> You could see through to his thigh skin. It was fucking psychotic, dude. And he was, he You're argued. I bought him three new pairs of sweatshirts. He argued against them. I didn't want to tell you what he said to me creepily about the clothes he bought you recently. He literally goes to me. Oh, he's going to get mad. I'm, I'm probably not. I don't remember saying this. What was the clothing brand that you recently bought her a bunch of clothes from? Dolls Kill. Okay. He goes to me and Christine. We're driving to your house from Brooklyn Comedy Club a couple weeks back. He goes, I wanted to see Alex in these clothes for years. And I go, I go, Mike, you've been dating months. You could have just said months, and it would have seemed sweet. You said years, and now you're a fucking creep. Am I? 
Am I a creep? Your girlfriend's looking at you like you're a creep. Um, I'm not surprised that that's something that Mike would have said before we started dating. I'm not altogether surprised. I know him. I know who he is. I don't know what to say. There's a reason why you guys didn't move into a duplex, because anything with a basement, you'd be scared for your life. Am I a creep? Do you understand that you just seem like you're threatening to beat your girlfriend on the show? Am I a creep? Right now? Right this moment? Ever. 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 I don't know. I came here just to say, like, to hang out for a second, say hi to you. I don't need to be getting in all this. I'm not mad at you, Chris. Certainly not mad at you, Chris. There's something for you on the other desk over there, by the way. That yeah, right I, over that, there. I, that I didn't want to see you yeah, in three years, by the way. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> what? Did you not want me to say that, tell that story on the air? You're fine. I, like I said, Chris, not even a little mad at you. Who are you mad at? <laughs> All right. I guess we're moving on. Oh, I didn't even intro the show. This is Notes of a Goon. It's episode whatever's. 88. Uh, 88. Yeah. This is fucking, this episode's going to be big in China, dude. Dude, double infinity? Dog. Nice. All right. Let's move on. Now, Frank, uh, uh, Mike, we have a couple running bits on the show. One was Frank was supposed to come in and uh, uh, tell me all about the weed he smoked. Instead, he just got a bunch of your weed for free and stopped answering your phone calls. Yeah, he didn't even answer my calls. Remember Damn. last week? He wasn't here last week. What a boss. Yeah, apparently Frank killed himself. I, I don't know what happened. Well, you know, I think what really, maybe, maybe happened. Enough. Maybe he died from actually, he had to smoke indica and it killed him. It exploded <laughs> his brain, Mike. Because, uh, you know, we all know, if you remember from two weeks ago, Frank is the greatest uh, weed connoisseur of all time. Yeah. But if he touches any indica weed, it's like his kryptonite. It's like the red kryptonite that makes Superman into a drunk. That's what happens to Frank if he smokes a kush. Hmm. And he just like wandered off in the traffic. Yeah, yeah he it. just yeah he just walked in front of a fucking train. Yeah, all right, I respect it. I mean, that better be what happened, or else I'm giving him a pink belly next time I see him. Do you know what? Honestly, I think we all knew it was coming for Frank eventually, and God bless him for finally getting the courage. Hmm. All right, but the other running bit has been uh, you are writing a syndicated column. Yeah. For the show. Well, yeah, it's syndicated by Notes of a Goon, but well, soon sure, to be syndicated. Sure, sure. It was a syndicated column packet so that you could be a syndicated columnist. I thought this was a syndicated column that I was writing for my editor, Chris from Brooklyn. I mean, look. And I, I will I be start, paid for these submissions. I'm going to start probably a newspaper at some point. I really feel like I should get into print media. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's very on brand for you. Seems like more. I'm more of a zine guy, though. You know what I mean? No, that's way too hip for you. It's not 1984. I think I'm just past the zine trend. No, you don't understand, dude. These zines now, like, they're making a comeback with, mm -hmm. like, the, the, the underground scene. Mm -hmm. It's not your style. Tell me, old school. I have printed zines that I give out on the road. Those are comic books. No, they're, com they're zines of comic strips. They're small printed zines. You just, like, you know, you, what's a zine? It's a small magazine. Mm. <laughs> That's a comic book, Chris. I think I think realistically, it's a, it's a collection of comic strips. You don't know what a zine is. What is and, a zine? And you is know that what? like a zillennial? Is it the same thing? So all I'm saying is, right? I think you the need, teenage zillennial. It's a zine. You need like a newspaper, like a factory, right? Uh -huh. Like a big mill. It's got one of them big ass like wheels that turns around. You need the newspaper boys. They're called mills. Out selling fucking papers, right? They gotta have the caps on and the whole nut, the suspenders, do the dances. Board, say extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen a newspaper that said extra on it. 
Uh, well, no, extra, extra. Read all about it. Is like we're dude, this is like this is an extra paper, right? Mm-hmm. So it used to be like you would get your morning paper, mm-hmm. right? And then the news of the late edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the news of the day would happen, and then it's like extra, extra, like it's extra stuff from your morning paper, dude. Remember having to fucking buy a newspaper so you have something to read on a train because you didn't have a phone? Believe it or not, I, that's happened to me in the last two years. Oh right, I forgot. You also were using it as a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Well, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that in just a oh, second. Oh great! So this is your this is your sixth column. You needed six for your packet to submit to for King Syndicate, uh-huh. and they they do a lot of the columns for the New York Times for the New York Post because. Your dad needs to respect. The whole point of this is mm-hmm. I want your father to respect you more than he respects your brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm a good host of this show. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think of myself as a motivational speaker. So I got you to write these columns. You're going to become a New York Post syndicated columnist. You are paying me for these columns, right? Sure. In chicken sandwich. Mm. You ate that. That was a big chicken sandwich. That was a pretty big chicken sandwich. It was sandwich. expensive. It was fairly expensive. Yeah. All right, fine. This one's on the house. Next one, though. This is my sixth column is done. My packet is done. I'm going to write your bio this week. I'll read it on the show next week, and I'll send it off. Okay. The next column I write, I'm definitely getting paid for. 100%. You will never have to write a column for this show in this format again. (laughs) You may need to write, I may need you to write an essay. That'll be different. (laughs) I I probably need a poem about your favorite season. You've You've already gotten a poem out of me. You're not getting another one. All right, but a haiku about why spring is your favorite season. Damn it. At some point, I'm probably... That's that's 16 words. Yeah, but that fucking... The, the B, I, how many beats is it? I don't remember. I think it's... I want to say it's four, three, five. No, no, no. I know the first one and the last one are the same. Is it five? I think it's five, seven, five. Five, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I remember I wrote one about sesame chicken in high school. Because I had to write a poem. And I wrote one... Because it's... it's we are Chinese, if you no, please. Sesame chicken was seven, because that's what it was. <laughs> sesame chicken was enough syllables to fill up the first line. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. Mike's advice. Okay. For 4422. Pull it up. I want to be able to read along. Homelessness is a worse fear for most people, and my, with good reason. My worst fear. Yeah. With good reason. Mm-hmm. It's a rough way to live. Carrying everything you own in a bindle, drifting from town to town. But for many people, it's much more than a fear. It's a cold, harsh reality that they need to figure out daily. Well, fear not, dear reader. If you've ever been interested in a life spent living in the great outdoors among the unhoused masses, or life's just got you down when you find yourself there as you read this, then this is the column for you. Number one, have a place to stash your stuff. Let's take a look at the wise philosopher... Uh, the great George Carlin's take on having a house. Uh, actually, it's just a place for my stuff, you know? That's all. A little place for my stuff. That's all I want. That's all you need in life is a little place for your stuff. Now, it turns out there's many more places than just a house you can do this at. Be it a locker at a 24-hour gym, an unused space at your workplace, or even the MTA's lost and found. Take what you need, travel light, and get that stuff off your back because nothing makes you look more homeless than carrying a duffel bag that contains all your worldly possessions. Now, this is a great point. Now, I want to throw this out there. Did you regularly store things that the MTAs lost and found, or did you lose something once and know you didn't need it for 30 days, and so you left it there till the 29th day and then went and got it? 
Chris, six of one, half a dozen the other. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Number two. Remember that 24-hour gym that I told you to, uh, to stick your stuff? Nah. Remember that 24-hour gym where I told you to stick that stuff of yours? Well, chances are they have a shower. Use the facilities. So much of you successfully being homeless is to remain likable and not feel like too much of a burden to those around you. In short, don't be visibly homeless. Brush your teeth, wash your ass, comb your hair. All for just about 10 bucks a month at Planet Fitness. That's another great George Carlin bit. You only need one. If you could do it all with one brush, you'd save time. Yeah. I mean, it is a George Carlin bit. He goes, you really only need to wash your... You don't have to take a full shower. You have to wash your uh, teeth. Your armpits, your crotch, and your asshole. If you use one brush for all of them, you'd save time. Solid. Yeah. I should have just done this. Carlin homeless? I should, yeah. What I, the fuck? <laughs> I should have done this whole column in Carlin quotes. <laughs> uh, a little hygiene goes a long way. Number three, while you're at it, grab a towel. Now you're a cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> Now head to a homeless man's refuge during the day, the park. Public parks are a place where everyone can be there for any reason. You could start up a conversation with people at the dog park. You can take a book from the library and blend in with all the other weirdos who want to who wanna be outside to read. Hell, you can even grab a nap on the lawn next to sunbathing co-eds and no one will be any the wiser. The park is the great equalizer. And again, as long as you're not visibly homeless, no one's going to give you a second look. Now, Mike, I want to point out that by the winter that you were homeless, mm -hmm. by midwinter, you were visibly homeless. <laughs> yeah. You locked, You looked at me and said, I have been wet for months. I, cold. We argue about this all the time. I said cold. Pretty sure you said wet. Not wet. I was never wet. I was wet sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you were visibly wet. <laughs> you may have not been visibly homeless, but there were times you were visibly wet. Also, you're leaving out one of your good tips. Uh, uh, get your good friend who's an alcoholic oh, to hang out Oh, no, 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 no. I am not forgetting oh, this. Okay. Number four. You may be asking yourself, but what do I do when the park closes at dusk? It's time to head to your other favorite haunt, a bar. <laughs> Bars in New York City don't have last call until 4 a.m. Add to that a few minutes more for people to finish up their drinks, and if you make friends with a bartender, you might even be able to stick it out until daybreak. Chat people up, bum cigarettes, or maybe even a little weed. Hell, there's even a greater than 0% chance some goofy broad will offer you a place to stay for the night in exchange for some kind words and good dick. Beggars can't be choosers, and you're literally a beggar. Take the young lass up and enjoy the spoils of a night indoors. There were many days that you kept me out late, and you're just like, "What? You're going home already?" And I'm like, "You just want to be in this bar because <laughs> it's warm in here, so you're convincing me to get drunk." Yeah, plus my stuff's in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I like. I can't just be dragging this stuff like around all night. I remember there was one time, dude. We left the grizzly pair, and I was like, "Are you gonna be all right?" It was like cold, and you're like, "I was like, what are you gonna do?" And you're like, "Oh, I'll just start walking that way." It was like 4.30 in the morning. You're like, I'm just going to walk that way. And I was like, all right. All right. I made out with the chick that night, and she wouldn't let me come home with her, the bitch. So, yeah, I just started walking. I walked from the West Village to the East Village, took the scenic route. I made friends with, like, an elderly black couple. Alex is looking at you like she's going to bury you in those sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, most likely. 
right. By the time of my death, these are going to be the nicest pants I own. They're truly his finest sweatpants. They're fucking tapered. They're tapered at the ankle. They get the little elastic. You're pretty hip right now. Someone, someone called them joggers. Mm. A Canadian friend of ours. Oh. Fanciest I've ever felt in sweatpants. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number five. One last tip. Get on Rover Wag Meowtel. What is, what is Meowtel? Uh, it's like Rover, but for cats. Well, you just go play with a cat? No, you like you like stay with it. It's like for like house sitting the cat. Does that pay well? None of these really pay all that well. But I just go hang out with various cats in my neighborhood. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Might be. Might be. You might want to be homeless. I mean, <laughs> I got a lot of free time during the day. I could probably fill it with more cats. All right. Uh, let's go on Rover, Wag, Meowtel, Mind My House, literally any and all apps that let you into other people's homes with those people's consent. Hell. Yeah, yeah, you're a homeless vampire. <laughs> yeah, that's so Holy shit. Dude, the idea of a homeless vampire using TaskRabbit to murder people is so fucking funny. <laughs> well, Task Rabbit, you don't get to stay at their house. That's you just got to go in. When they invite you in, you can feed. Yeah, it's true. And they'll usually give you like a glass of lemonade or something, which is nice. Wash um, down the blood, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell, they'll even pay you to get you off the street. Again, cannot stress enough passing the not visibly homeless check when you go to grab the keys from the people you're going to be house-sitting for. Once you pass the first impression test, though, feel free to bring your big bag of stuff over to do laundry at their place. Use their Wi-Fi to apply for other dog-slash-cat-slash-house-sitting jobs. Catch up on all the TV you missed while you're watching Two Squirrels in the Park for your entertainment. The world is your oyster when you're temporarily the king in another man's castle. And there you have it. The foolproof plan for the modern man to get by in this cruel, unforgiving world without so much as a roof over your head. Godspeed, you unhoused hero. It's, you know, you're like a modern-day Jack Kerouac. Thank you. That's, that was great. Mm-hmm. That's the best one. You're getting better at this. You're ready for syndication, I'll tell you I that think before. I might be. <laughs> Bitch, I might be. Dude, that was, that was very good. I mean, granted, it's what you know. Procrast- I think that one and the procrastination one were the two best ones. Um, I think the fucking Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day one, one was, was very solid. solid. Very good. I did kind of nail Valentine's Day. <coughs> That's good. Did Alex leave? Her phone's here. Oh, I was going to say, because in that case, you didn't really nail Valentine's Day. You know? What do you mean? She just bailed on you. She just bounced? Yeah. No, I mean, she's, she's going to bail. Right, fair enough. She's not waiting for us to finish this episode, so I'm going to need to bike home, which I'm very upset about. But Well, we started very late. Yeah. Well, not really my fault. Okay. How's it my fault? I don't know. I mean, it took a while to get the chicken here, and then I had to write this. You had to write this all week. Yeah, but the idea didn't hit me until, like, fucking ten minutes ago. I literally, when I sit down to write these, I'm like, what can I do? What am I good at at all? And then I'm like, oh. Hmm. And, but, I mean, you, you, had other, you had other work to do. Yeah. That's part of what we were waiting for. Yeah, right, I guess. Fuck you, moving on. The 
There's something you wanted to talk about, Mike. Oh? Yeah. What's up? The fine people over at YoDelta.com. I did want to talk about them. They're great. The fine, they, what they do is they provide you with Delta 8 THC. Uh, it's better than uh, uh, all the other THCs because in places where Delta 9 THC is illegal, a lot of the times Delta 8 THC completely fucking legal. So you know what you do? You take a fucking nice fucking hit of a Yo Delta vape, blow that vape smoke right in a cop's face and go, fuck off, pig. Now you're smoked. And if you like them, look, I'm telling you these, this right now. Delta 8, particularly the gummies, work just as well as traditional THC gummies. And they're very good. They're very high quality. So you want to go to YoDelta.com. You can use the promo code GAS. You're going to get 25% off your order. That's YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS, and you're going to get 25% off your order. YoDelta.com. Promo code GAS. Your mic's been on the entire time. Uh, Yo Delta. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I mean, you got to take it up with the fine people over at Yo Delta. But you know what? They're so calm and relaxed from the high-quality Delta 8 THC that they sell, they're not even being mad that they could hear you mumbling over this ad read. It's fine. Whispering sweet nothings to Alex? I think they'll like that. They might. If there's one thing I know about Yo Delta, they love love. That's true. That is, and Kratom, and Delta 8 THC. And love. And, well, I mean, look, it's, I wonder, I mean, you know, I've never tried to fuck on Kratom. All you need is love and Kratom and Delta 8. All you need is love and Kratom and Delta 8. Just use that promo code GAS and you're going to get 25% off your order. Moving on. Now, what you actually, are, are you doing something over there? Okay, so what you actually wanted to talk about, you sent me a uh, tweet about these mass graves in the Ukraine. Now, we're going to need some of our Ukrainian... I thought the Ukrainian war was over. I assumed it ended when the Olympics ended. Uh, still going. It has to be. I mean, you Still? It's, well, it's your whole act now, so thank God for that. That's true. I have about <laughs> six minutes on the name Gleb, <laughs> which I don't care. Mike hates this joke, and it is my Why? favorite. Why? Because I have ears? It's, it's so funny. You know who else hates it? My girlfriend, because she's Russian, and I've just been yelling, how the fuck do you name your children Gleb over there in her face for two fucking weeks? It's my favorite thing that I've ever done. Um, really proud of myself, Mike. Um, but uh, uh, So this war is going on. I'm going to need some Ukrainian music. While we talk about these mass graves. Oh, right, all right. Okay, let's get some traditional... Some traditional Ukrainian folk music. Um, just to... We'll talk a little bit about the war, as we do every week now. Um, this is traditional Ukrainian folk music. <laughs> now, 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 the scrappy Ukrainians, they're doing pretty well, but uh, some war crimes are going on. At this point, maybe see. allegedly. All right, let's not. We, <laughs> I heard they're just tying dudes up and shooting them in the head, Alleg- in front of their wives. Oh no, no, no! What they're actually doing? Oh, is uh, they're they're raping the mother in front of her children. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, and then and then burning swastikas into her body, like branding them. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah. these soldiers actually think this is real, or are they just so gaslit by being named Gleb? <laughs> or Lev, that's another terrible Russian name. Man. Oleg? 
they have some rough names over there. Yeah, bro. Oleg? Hmm. That's a rough one. Yeah, it's not great. You don't want to be Oleg. I mean, Oleg is better than fucking Gleb. It's definitely better than Lev. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. I could not imagine being named Lev. Yeah. Yo, if I was named Lev, I would I would be on a plane to Las Vegas. To, I would leave. To just go fight some fucking fat Irish guy. To just defend my honor as being a man named Lev. But, you know, I'm not a bitch, so. Are you trying to fight a man named Lev in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lev Vegas? I don't know if you want to give up home court advantage. <laughs> Are you actively petitioning to fight uh, Lev Fur in Las Vegas? I mean, look, I got to fight somebody. He's Russian, right? Yeah, so I got to do it for the Ukrainians. Okay, I like that. You like this angle? I'm into it. Dude. Is he going to fight you? Probably not. He's a bitch. But if I came out with, like, the fucking Ukrainian flag on my face, like fucking Mel Gibson and Braveheart. You don't get to be, oh, I guess because it's Braveheart and you're fucking Irish. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's Scottish, but still close enough. But the Irish guy was in it, though. Remember the Irish guy? I remember. It's my island. When the whole, yeah, when the fucking Irish came over. Braveheart's a top five movie. And then they were on the Scottish team. You got to agree that. Yes. Yeah, top five. Easy. It's like Braveheart, RoboCop, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, then The Godfather. Then probably Pinocchio is probably the top five movies. I feel like Shawshank should be in there somewhere, but it's other than that, six. you nailed it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matrix number seven, probably. <laughs> um, the second one. Yeah, yeah, the second one. Yeah, it's got the fucking. <laughs> it's got the Hescalades. Well, you fucking you gonna you think they end to put out the good one first? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a teaser, dude. People for the sequel. People stay sleeping on Matrix Twos, dude. They got the Escalades on the whole and the fucking Phantom Ghost bitches. Dude, you know what's pumping out of the Escalades? Ukrainian music like this, and the fucking the the that fucking the bitch who got raped in Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah, the she was like the oldest Bond girl, whatever the fuck her name is, uh. Monica Bellucci. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of Irreversible. Irreversible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, the, in that movie, in fucking Matrix Reloaded, she had like a fucking... She was super hot in that. Yeah. You know what she was also super hot in? Shoot him Up. Shoot him Up was pretty dope. Yeah, shoot It's kind of like... Might be round out the top ten. It's kind of like Matrix, but with carrots instead of He was just Bugs Bunny. It's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit mixed with yeah. The Matrix. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It was all right. Yeah. If you average that out, it's the top. You know, it's the top five. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, but so let me let me see this diagram you sent me. What diagram? You sent me a tweet. Where it was a diagram of mass of how they want. Ma- There's a handbook on how to dig mass graves oh. being handed out to the Russian army. Right, right, right. Yeah. So this here mm-hmm. uh, is just step by step. It's mm-hmm. your step by step booklet. It's the ten crack commandments of, of fucking building a mass grave. Building a mass grave. This is actually being like, why did they even need to do this? Uh, cause, cause they, there's think, a Russians, lot of people. So, but Russians are so stupid they can't figure out how to dig a hole and pile things? No, cause it's like, look, it's not only you know, this that. this is the problem with communism. You don't have any self-reliance. No, it's cause, bro, you're, 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 you're fucking it up in your own goofy ass brain, dude. Cause okay. you see here, you need th- four different types of tractors to get this done. Right? Okay. So first you gotta go through and like steamroll. Is the right? second one salting the earth? Uh, no, I think it's water. So it's like oh. you go through and you like tamp everything down. Then you go through and water it, right? Then you can drop the rocks in. Then, then you, gotta... you would just have a zombie tree. What? If you water it, wouldn't it just be a zombie tree? It'd be like, bah. 
You think they're trying to grow Ukrainian zombies to go kill the living Ukrainians? Tree, you, zombie tree. They can't get anywhere. Being a zombie tree would suck, but then they could feed other Ukrainians to the zombie tree. Nah, mate. Nah, no, no, no. If you got a zombie tree, it's definitely like them big-ass trees from Lord of the Rings. Okay. That can, like... Oh, fucking, they can move around. Yeah. Mm. I remember that from the 70s Lord of the Rings cartoon, which is the only acceptable Lord of the Rings to watch. Okay. That's an odd... That's a real odd choice. Nope. Not at all. One best picture. No, it didn't. Return of the King did. Did it? Yeah. Must have been a slow year. What was it nominated up against? I'm pretty sure it was like good competition. See, no you need, shot. You need this one where it's like a tractor with a little... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. For real? We're, we're not, just doing this now? Yeah. We're just going to litigate the Academy Awards <laughs> from 2011? We're going to come back to these mass graves. But, but an even bigger atrocity is being committed <laughs> right now. You're trying to defend the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I mean, it's a 2003 film. All right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me what just was up double, against it in 2003. Let me just double check. Because I'm pretty sure Crank came out in 2003. <laughs> no, Crank no, was 10, later. Let me, let me just make sure. Okay, so these are the Academy Awards that it won. Best Picture. All right, who, best Director. That, best Adapted this. Screenplay. Who was nominated for Best Picture Dude, they won that year? Mad awards, son. This must have been a very slow year. All right, so let's go here. By year. Oh, shit. The original Mummy from, like... 1930s one? That's pretty cool. Um, all right, 2003. To be fair, there was four movies that came out that year. 2003. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lost in Translation. Okay. No. Master no. and Commander. No. Yeah, okay. Slow year. Mystic River. Look at the next year. Seabiscuit. Next at- year. I mean, not that good either. The no. Aviator? Oh, really? You think Leo pissing in jars... Is better than fucking... Yeah, fucking hot, dude. Full-on elves versus dwarves. Elves and dwarves and humans versus orcs. Yeah, And a dude. fucking... Yes. Really? You think yes. the aviator's the better than... The story of Howard Hughes didn't even win. And it's I... so much better. Look, I'm going to stop the whole bit where we're saying Matrix 2 is the best movie ever. <laughs> fucking, of course. Ray? Come on. Ray sucked. Munich? Oh, that's the next year. Yeah, he did suck a Munich. It's pretty good. Thank you. Let's go back to these mass graves. All right. Got to bring back the Ukrainian music. Yeah, for this Ukrainian folk music. Um. All right. So this is it, right? Okay. You got you got to fucking have you your roll over it, and then you got to steamroll it. Yeah, and then and you need you like water your... to get. Dude, they're trying to grow Ukrainian zombie trees, dude. Why are they watering it twice? It doesn't make any sense. To make the to, probably to make the fucking cement like actually. Oh, know. it's cement. I just oh, it's yeah, steamrolled. Okay. Well, it's like yo, you don't want to fucking. Also, you don't want the world to find your mass grave ever. That's true. It also looks suspiciously like uh, I've seen a lot of diagrams on how they build modern landfills, and it looks a lot like that. <laughs> you think? Yeah. So you think this has nothing to do with? I can't read Russian, so I have no idea. What yeah, yeah. For all I know, this could be a fake tweet, could but be. it's probably not. It's also weird that they put that in a textbook. <laughs> so they're 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 handcuffing people behind their back, shooting them in the head, and then fucking their wives in front of their children and brand- They're just gonna make angry Ukrainians. It's not a good idea to do this. Mm. Well, no. So here's the thing, right? The 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 what the what this guy's initial tweet was saying uh, was Russia planned to easy take Kiev. Within three days, mm-hmm. following uh, following capitulation of Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? Russian army units followed by thousands of riot police. Russian army 
purchased 45,000 body bags and brought mobile crematories. Uh, I'm sure they plan mass execution for Ukraine. I mean, already there there is like alarming numbers of civilian dead. Uh, well, Zelensky's. Well, also, it's kind of hard to tell. We can turn this down a little bit, but it's it seems like it's a. <laughs> it seems like it's kind of hard to tell. It does kind of slap though. All right. Tell me the problem with trying to determine enemy combatants from civilians in wartime. Well, you got fucking heavyweight champions picking up guns. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if somebody's a... You got millionaires picking up guns. It's pretty hard to tell who's a civilian and who's not. I've seen army... I've actually seen real footage of the army getting out of ambulances. For real? Yes. Did you see the fucking... You see the Bellator welterweight champion was, like, in a foxhole, like, showing the other guys in the foxhole, like... His belt? His championship belt. He That's just brought funny. the Bellator bell out with him to go shoot people. Dude, I swear pretty to tight, God... Pretty tight, dude. I swear to God, as, as I said, I've said before, I call them all Russians, so Russians are so fucking stupid and fucking... Bo- like, he needed that. He needed a gaudy accessory. That was a chain and a tracksuit for that guy in that foxhole. Dude, I don't give a fuck. If I straight up, if anybody was invading Bushwick right now, you would show I would your one Yo Kratom thousand percent put on the Yo Kratom Skankfest South Championship and just fucking rock out with my Glock out. <sighs> you wouldn't if you had a championship. You're a grown man who watches wrestling on the regs. Mm-hmm. You're telling me if you earned a championship belt, mm-hmm. you would not defend your homeland while wearing it? No. Fuck out of here. They don't even wear the belts when they fight in the thing. What do you mean? It restricts mobility. Yeah, but you don't need all that much mobility to just go pow, 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 pow. You need that much mobility when you're shooting motherfuckers? There's no hand-to-hand combat here. You're just going to walk around with it on your shoulder. So I was thinking, like, do it, like, crossbody style, right? Like a bandolier, uh-huh. and then have a bandolier of bullets over it. It'd be pretty sick. You've been, you've been giving this a lot of thought. <laughs> Obviously. You didn't, you didn't used to just hang out with your boys and smoke weed on apartment rooftops and then talk about, like, yo, what would you do if the fucking Koreans came? Oh, you, you, you're going through Red Dawns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Red Dawn how, and Zombie Apocalypse. How funny is it that, like, Three like they did Red Dawn with North Koreans, right? They brought because we thought Russia was over, and then Russia came right back. Yo, remember? Did you ever see that movie? The Russians are coming. No, it's like a spoof from like the sixties about like it's essentially Red Dawn, but it's a comedy. Okay, that's pretty, pretty funny. It's actually pretty. Are they bumbling? Tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Everybody's. It's bumbling. just oh, that they should just remake that, but just footage from this war with the Benny Hill music playing. <laughs> <laughs> Be great. <laughs> Yeah, well, so the war's still happening. Remember we all thought this was going to be over real quick? I don't think anybody thought it was going to be over real quick. I think we thought it was going to be over real quick. They Who did? Like the sanctions are going to work. It's going to be like five, so six years now. How are the sanctions going to work? Russia's making more money than ever on their oil exports. Mm. They have that German pipeline. They don't need no, anything. No, they shut down the German pipeline. Okay. Oh, you don't I think Germany's we're... getting their piece? That's true. They are Germans. I don't trust those sons of bitches. Yeah, it's almost like they know a thing or two about starting world wars. Yeah, I don't trust them. Shifty, those Germans. 
You know, that is the party line now in Russia, though, is like we are going to beat back the Nazis just like our grandfathers did. Yes, like they are 100% all in on like well, we said, are fighting fascism. I said this on High Society. Where I was like, uh, I was like, how crazy is it that like, because uh, reading some of the propaganda coming out of Russia, motherfuckers in this country were talking about having a uh, reality czar or whatever, like the government determines what's real and what isn't. And it's just like now we're just watching the machinations of what happens when a government has that power. And it's just a guy you don't like. And it's 10 times out of 10 is just they're just going to brave new world it. Oh, yeah. There's never a situation in which you're like, oh, yeah, you can tell us what's real and what's fake. And you're not going to use that. Of course. They do it already. Yeah. They literally are. Look, here's the thing. The reason why gas prices are so high isn't that much because of this war. A lot of it has to do with the fucking pandemic lockdowns, which are now, in retrospect, incredible. Like, everybody, like, put it this way, Mike, how many more people do you know now that are pretending, like, guys you grew up with who are posting a lot on Facebook are now, like, if you run into those people, are all just kind of like, yeah, the lockdowns were always a bad idea. It's like, you didn't say that two years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. But the actual reason the price of gas is super high is because... Fucking the lockdowns were super popular and they capped oil wells around the fucking world when the price of oil went to negative money per barrel. Negative $36 a barrel for like three hours and a bunch of people sealed up oil wells. For real? Yes. Dog, why didn't we just buy them oil barrels when it was negative? I think we had this conversation. Yes, we we did. did. And also I made a bunch of money on oil futures that day. Nice. Um, (laughs) But it's like, yo, the the I thought it was just because they had an excuse. Yeah, they also well, that's another thing. There's a war now, so gas prices have to go up. So the gas companies also have that excuse to now make up all the money they lost during the pandemic. Motherfuckers weren't driving. Yeah. Mm. So they're blaming all this shit on Russia. It's gas prices are not fucking Russia's fault. It's not a supply chain issue. It's because they fucking capped all the wells because there was nowhere to store oil because there's regulations around where you can store oil. Dog, I got space in my crib. Just give me a couple barrels. I'll pretty, take them off your hands. It'd be pretty illegal to do that. Whatever. Give me 30 bucks. I'll take them off your hands. Dude, I'm saying, yeah, exactly. You're, you're undercutting what people are doing. <laughs> what I, that's what I'm saying is like, it's like if you could just throw oil in fucking Mike's house for $30... People would have done that, and then we wouldn't have these problems now. I mean, you guys would be huffing gas constantly. Alex okay. probably wouldn't be able to have kids anymore. Whatever. <laughs> You're telling me we're going to get 30 bucks and get high off the gas fumes? It's true. It's pretty good stuff. Dog. And, and, then, and then we'd be able to fix this war, you know? They shouldn't just listen to you, Mike. I do, yo, this fucking government regulations, man. It's just bureaucrats, bureaucrats. You know what does actually piss me off, though, along mm. those same lines of like the people talking about the lockdowns? Mm. Is I hear motherfuckers. Talking about the like, I mean, it was always stupid with the cloth math, the cloth mask thing. Like everybody knew those weren't actually doing. Why were you wearing them? Why did you make me wear them? Why did you give me dirty looks when I wasn't wearing them for months? And and you're looking you in the face. I don't like. I actually, this is a fucking. Ah, it's driving me crazy. This is a rage thing that if uh, uh, Ben, if you're listening to this, cut this out of anything you're putting on YouTube. We already have strikes. Um, (laughs) Please, Um, (laughs) but. Ben's not listening. He's no, looking for in and out points. No, he listens. To the whole He's show. never listened to an episode. <laughs> Find that. Um, but uh, I hate that the shamers get to just go back 
and being like, oh, we all went a little crazy there for a bit, didn't we? No, no, you did. A very small minority of people went fucking batshit crazy and we gave up the world. Fuck you. You would have ratted out the Jews. I don't fucking care. Like, I'm not even a little fucking... I'm not even a little... I'm not even a... I'm not even a little fucking pretending that that's not true anymore. Like, all of those people that yelled at you for not wearing a mask would have sold out the Jews. I'm not even a little... Am I pretending that anymore? Like, the people who were wearing cloth masks who were like, why aren't you wearing a mask? And did... Outside? And didn't realize it was stupid? You weren't scared. You would just rat out the Jews. You're bad people. Go fuck yourselves. Jump off a fucking bridge. I fucking hate you all. Like, I'm fucking done pretending those are good people. I'm keeping this for the Instagram clip. (laughs) I love the Jews. I've said it on the show before. They're great conversationalists. The best conversationalists of any race. Sit in a diner with any Jew. Just put one in front of me. I don't even need a chessboard. I'll talk to a Jew. Moving on. OJ Simpson back in the news, Mike. Woo! Uh, um, Who'd he kill this time? Nobody, but it seems like he might. I mean, he's definitely slaying some puss, that's for sure. Sick. Uh, Can you pull the video I sent you? Uh, so apparently this is just a video of some what appears to be 24-year-old white women in Las Vegas at 1 in the morning just waking up O.J. Simpson. What? Please don't fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. That's a dude's voice. Let's go. There is a dude also there. <laughs> apparently O.J. has a roommate who hangs out with these broads. For real? I think so. Open up. <laughs> wakey, wakey, hands up and sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Come on. How is he not murdering them? Yes! It's double jeopardy. You can't get in trouble. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, and they're all just looking at their phones because they just can't wait to post on TikTok about of course. waking up OJ. I mean, all right. A couple things. Uh-huh. Hey, how the mighty have fallen. He I used mean, to have Cato Kaling living in his guest house. Yeah, now, now he's, he's clearly got, he's in a hype house for some reason. <laughs> Why is OJ in a hype house? I don't know. I mean, he, those girls were kind of hot. I mean, God bless the roommate, by the way, who's out at the bar hammered at like 2 a.m. being like, like, yo, I live with OJ. Yo, you want to meet OJ? What? Trying to, you bitches trying to meet OJ? Yeah. They should, they should always just walk in with the psycho music. <laughs> Dog, all I'm saying is, as long as you got a camera on you, you know OJ can't kill you. Dude, there's like so many pictures of OJ post-murdering his wife with young white bitches. It's Alex, you're a young white bitch. Would you pose for photos with OJ? No. You wouldn't even want to be in a photo with... And you would pose for photos with Alex Jones. You know, No, you know what? I might take a photo with OJ, but I wouldn't post it. It would just be for my private collection. It would be funny to be like... Here's a picture of me and OJ scurred. Just hashtag scurred. That might be funny, like, but it's like, what are you doing with it in your private collection? Like, I have pictures. She's I gonna have flick pictures. off to this picture of her and OJ. I feel what like I feel he like clearly... a dick posting pictures with celebrities. First of all, I don't know why, That's but fair. I feel like it's like 
kind of a thing that I don't generally do. That's good. Yeah, I, that's a very fair point. I don't do that. But it's cool to have a picture with a celebrity, so I might take it. But I would just not to be remember it that off. time you met OJ. Yeah, OJ might be a funny one to post. Like I always said, I wanted to go. I I, I got thwarted by from going to uh, the Capitol before the you know unpleasantness. And uh, somebody, I was gonna, I was trying to get a picture with Mitch McConnell just to piss off all the Park Slope dorks I grew up with. Because <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Post a picture with OJ. Pretty funny. Okay. So now I got a working theory here. Okay. Okay. OJ, trendsetter, right? The okay. juice. Fucking Heisman Trophy winner. Could have gone down as, you know, the, the one of the greatest of all time in the NFL. You know, Buffalo Bills star the whole nine. Mm-hmm. The guy was a futurist. You think he's a time traveler? I think he knew what was coming mm-hmm. and was like, yo, this Nicole bitch running around here with this fucking waiter. She's going to put me, she's going to go put this shit on TikTok and Instagram and whatever these, like the internet was just starting. In you, think, like, uh, you think he predicted being embarrassed on social media? So he's just a black Donald Sterling? Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be cucked by fucking a waiter when there's, everyone can see this in the fucking. Well, wasn't that evidence against him that he was just like, don't let me find this motherfucker driving my car? I don't remember. I, I was I, four when the OJ I trial happened. I believe that was some weird evidence that like he, she had him in his car driving around and it, he, there's like a phone call of him being like, bitch, what are you doing? Well, I mean, to be fair, bitch, what are you doing? I mean, to be fair, her car. Is it her car or is that OJ's car? He doesn't live there. It's in the driveway. Yeah, they're figuring it out. They're 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 going through ca- whatever. I got some things to work through. Why is this guy in her car? I mean, clearly she was fucking that waiter. I mean, well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You're, you're saying she deserved to be murdered. All I'm saying is, right, looking at this guy's life now, right? He can't seems even, like, He seems like he's doing fine. He can't even go to sleep without fucking drunken white bitches coming in and being tell, saying jokes about... He's a single man. Stinky. That seems pretty sweet. No, it doesn't. He's a single man in his 50s or 60s. He's got to take Viagra and then wait a half hour my dad, of talking to these three. When my dad was in his 70s and we would have parties and he'd sometimes come home early and he would just sit there and like nurse a cognac... And just be happy to look at 22-year-old girls running around the house. Yeah, look at them. I mean, they were keeping him up. He would rather have gone to sleep, I think. But he was happy enough to just be like, man, you guys are having a party. It's fine. Okay. Ever Was there ever a time where he was in a sound sleep and then came down and enjoyed himself watching? Came down. We shared a one-bedroom apartment. All right. Mike. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking came out into the living room and just watched these chicks run around and do whatever drunken no. white chicks do at 1 a.m. And was like, man, I'm glad I woke up for this. I've told the story about uh, uh, he came home and I was in a bedroom with the door locked uh, with this chick. I've told you the story, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, uh, is that this girl's car in the driveway? And I go, yeah. And he was like, well, uh, I'm home. And I go, all right. So I came out, put my pants on, came out. I hope that was the order of operations. <laughs> yeah. Started talking to him. And uh, feeling embarrassed, the girl I was with made my dad's bed <laughs> to be nice. Sick. And he, of course, took that as, why couldn't you go the extra five feet to your bed, sir? Uh, so I woke up uh, uh, to him on the phone with my mother's mother the next day. 
going, Peg, I think you gotta, the kid's gotta move back in with you. He needs Jesus. And uh, there's something fucked up going on in this house. I don't even want to tell you what I came home to last night. And this is what I woke up to the next day. So he, having a good time with it. Mm. If she had woken him up, probably would have been pissed. Look, all I'm saying is... You he know, would have stabbed that bitch. I'll tell you that right now. Do I know if there's a life after death for certain? Mm-hmm. No. How could I? None of us could. Do I believe... Maybe it was a three-way situation and they just woke him up at one in the morning for round two. And he just... Do I believe that Nicole Brown Simpson is currently at peace? Yes. Do I think OJ is at peace? God, no. I think that, you know, karma exists. You think this is karma? The guy's been to jail. For not that. Yeah, but it was 100%. I spoke to, like, third-hand friend of a friend of a friend, right? Okay, this sounds like a fake thing. The judge who sent him to jail over stealing his own fucking memorabilia, mm-hmm. right, said unequivocally, yes, I sent him to jail when I didn't need to because I know he murdered Nicole. So, yeah, he did go to jail for murdering Nicole. Sure. For a couple years. Whatever. Still probably got diddled. No way. You don't think the juice got his booty taken in no. fucking jail? Yes. You're saying 000%. the juice is loose? Yes. The juice is much looser now. No, I don't think You're not so. getting fresh squeeze OJ out of him. I don't think uh I don't think it's gonna be extra pulpy. I don't think Bill Cosby got fucked in jail. I mean, come on, who's gonna fuck Cosby? I mean for the story. I, then in that think case, about it this way, like any straight dude, fucked. any straight dude would fuck uh, uh uh Rosie O'Donnell for the story. Or at least try. You know what I mean? No. You would for the story. If you were story, homeless, what's the story? Yes, I if I was Rosie homeless, I, I fucked, fucked a fat worse. lesbian. I fucked worse while I was homeless. <laughs> I've legitimately fucked worse while homeless. You got to do what you got to do for a bed. All right. I'm just saying for the story. I'm just saying it's like you, you might give it a try. You're at least gonna go back to her apartment. I want to see what her weird fucking apartment is. I want to see what a SAG award looks like. I'm assuming she's got one. She's got saggy titties. That's for sure. <laughs> it's an old saggy lady. So OJ living his best life, I think. You I, say not not so much. I think he's living in his own personal hell. You think that's a personal hell? He's in his fifties in Vegas with roommates. Yes. He gets to play golf every day. He's okay. got a lot of Twitter followers. Yeah, and there's a bunch of people being like to replying to every single tweet. Hey, you murdered your wife. Whatever, dude. Also, we talked about it on the show. There's a good chance his son murdered his wife. So, oh no, your punishment for saving your son is to go to jail for a little while, don't get diddled, come out and just fuck some young sluts? Definitely got diddled. No way. You think OJ didn't have protection in joint? That was a From major... Who? He had no money when he went in. Yeah, but that was a major win. Him getting off, that was a major like win for like ridiculous dudes who were like, we got one, OJ got off on murdering that bitch. Okay, and you know who would hate that? Hmm. The Aryan Brotherhood, who definitely raped OJ in jail. Like, as long as he's not No, in... because they love the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, but he ain't Leslie Nielsen, dog. You think they wouldn't, they wouldn't have fucked Leslie Nielsen? No! Aryan Brotherhood would have a thousand percent jumped in Leslie Nielsen. They're not fucking Leslie Nielsen. Like, it, the worst case scenario... I would just want to see if he had, like, an arm that could slap him when his hands were held down. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> They'd call him Shirley. 
solid. <laughs> All right, so that's what's going on with OJ. I guess we can move on. Uh, two plugs? Yeah, we got some plugs. You want to get the fuck out of here, Mike? Kinda. Okay. Actually, I do have one thing I want to talk to you about. Okay, what's that? Quick thing. Uh, 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 there's a woman who uh, uh, wrote a book called How to Murder Your Husband. Ooh. Yeah, and she got arrested for murdering her husband. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah. Was, <laughs> was tip number 97, don't publish this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. I feel like we got to, you know, we talk about a dude who murders his wife. We got to yes. talk about a woman who murdered her husband. Of course. This so, is, we believe in feminism on yeah, this show. Yeah, we're feminists. Uh, you know, we give equal time. Uh, yeah, but this woman um, executed what she perhaps believed to be the perfect plan. She bought a ghost gun online. <laughs> a ghost gun? Yeah. You know, like an untraceable 3D printed gun. Oh, yeah. Like everybody knows what a. Alex, you've heard of ghost guns, right? I mean, you're a man. No one's heard of ghost guns, Chris. Stop talking about them like they're real ass things. Go- Hold on. Go to Twitter right now, type in ghost guns, and then hit latest. And I bet there was a tweet within the last three minutes about ghost guns. Probably about this exact case. Possibly. Okay. Ghost gun, latest. Let's see. Uh, okay, yeah. Lampunk, interesting warnings, find ghost gun during graffiti investigation. Oh, here. Here we go. What the fuck is a ghost gun? That's the normal response. And you know what? It's got no, no replies. On. Right under it. I want a ghost gun so bad. Uh, okay. Fuck you, know. Yeah, Biden's man. talking about it. President Joe Biden said the words ban ghost guns. I mean, he probably said it more guns. <laughs> but he said it. True. Um, yeah, but people are saying that, you know, the, the defense is saying that, um, she she loved him. That's what she wrote her romance novels about. She could never murder him. But apparently she had uh, three different life insurance policies on this gentleman when they couldn't make mortgage payments on their house. But she kept up on those life insurance payments. Yes. And not only this, when she bought the ghost gun, which is an untraceable gun, she swapped out the barrel so that you couldn't even match the bat. Like, she, like, kept the gun around, but she swapped out the barrel so you couldn't even match the markings on the ammunition with the barrel. Oh. Yeah. Pretty pretty smart lady. Well, apparently not that smart. I mean, no. She wrote a book about... Well, to be fair, like, her husband was just a dude who was married to a woman who was like... An, like he didn't have any friends. They're old. Like, who else was going to murder him? Okay. Or... Like, I remember my biology teacher, freshman year of high school... Told me how to murder, like, if you ever need to murder your wife. And he told this long, elaborate story. I don't even remember why. He was in class. It was his long. <laughs> his name was Mr. Freshman or- year? Yeah, his name was Mr. Orna, Robert Orna. I think he's dead now, so I could tell this story. Yeah, from a murder suicide with his wife. No, 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 no. I'm sure he killed her years ago, but I mean, I'm sure he's died of old age by now. Um, it's been a long time. But he, he gave this whole elaborate story about what you do is if you get into a fight with your wife you you pretend you love her and you buy her things for years and then you basically said push a uh, toaster oven into the fucking bathtub with her he was like run her a bath and then push the radio in 
and then explained why that kills a person as part of the biology lesson. He was a great teacher, I'll be honest. You know what? I, pa- be, I passed that region. I would be engaged in that lesson. Yeah. Right? If you're starting, like, every one of your fucking things, like, every one of your, like, lessons with, like, a Walter White style, like, this is how you do evil with the science I'm about to teach you, I'd be like, I'm gonna be a fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. He also told a story once, he was explaining how gut bacteria work, and he told this story about how this guy got shot in the stomach, and then he pulled out a cap gun and fired it in the air. It was a pretty loud cap gun. And I remember like he like told in this methodical way. It was like this crazy old man and he did that. And I was like 14. I was like, that's pretty cool. Mr. Orna. What did the cap gun have to do with anything? Because the guy who's telling this story about this like fucking 20 something years ago. Mike, give me a fucking break. It, he was t- telling the story about uh, this guy who got shot and then the, the, gu- uh, the gut bacteria or whatever. So he just... And then he shot him, and he popped. He just pulled this cap gun out of his pocket. It popped it off. I remember thinking that was pretty cool when I was a freshman in high school. Wait, so the cap gun? Like, he was also scared, like an old hunchback man. The cap gun scared away the the assailant. No, and then he then he then talked about the stomach acid, like what happens when you have get shot in the stomach and what the gut wound does to you. What the fuck does the cap gun have to do with anything? He just it was dramatic effect in the story, Mike. Jesus, it was a oh, ghost gun. Oh, 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 it was a ghost oh, oh. gun. It was my first oh, experience with it. the scientist, like the teacher pulled out. Yes. I thought you were saying the guy who got shot no. pulled out a cap gun and was trying to fight no, back. No, I'm telling you a gun. story about the science teacher. Oh, okay. He's a great educator. Apparently not so much me. <laughs> he didn't tell you to tell a story well. Yeah. Uh, she, this woman is given, yeah, no, not at all. I'm doing a terrible job. But yeah, I hope this woman burns in hell. OJ's free. Now, Maybe OJ comes and wakes her up. That should be her punishment. OJ comes in once a week and just shakes her. And she has to be like, oh my God, is that OJ? You're not liking this. And that would do it? You think just the sight of OJ would give her a heart attack on site? And kill her, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm just trying to read this story here. Mm-hmm. Um... All of the leads detective follows up with all pointed back at Nancy Brophy. How do you write a book? Of course they all did. Like, what else? Like, why would she shoot him? That's so dumb. You're an old person living with another old person who dies of a gunshot wound to the spine. I wonder who did it. The cat? Probably not. Well, yeah, I mean, it happened at his job, though, so, you know. Um... Huh. This is kind of interesting. It says she went broke since he's, since the guy got killed. Of course she did. Why? She got a $1.4 million life insurance policy. They probably did not give it to her because she was the chief suspect in his murder. They don't typically uh, write you a $1.4 million check if they don't have to. I don't know. That seems like cheating to me. I mean, she, she paid her dues with a life insurance policy. Is that how life insurance works, bud? What are you talking about? You can't just kill the person, because then everybody would just kill everybody. I would just go kill Chris Stanley. What are you talking about? You can... Wait, what? I'm the beneficiary on his life insurance policy. You can... I just want to make this clear. You can take out a life insurance policy uh-huh. on people you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yeah, but... if you, I'm going to start taking out life insurance policy you understand if somebody's Ukrainian been, motherfuckers. If, if, you understand if... Uh, first of all... Good luck getting them to issue the policy to anyone in Ukraine. You think they're issuing any life insurance policies to anybody who currently resides in the Ukraine? I'll just be like, yo, it's my boy Gleb. 
Fucking Gleb Gleberson out there? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Gleb. He's as good as dead. Gleb is as good as dead. All right. That's the show. You got anything you got to plug, Mike? Sticking Portly, it's on. Sticking Portly was on an hour and a half ago. You can go check that out at gasofthenetwork.com. Use the promo code SPRM. Get yourself a seven-day free trial. Check out all the shows on the network. And come check out our show at Brooklyn Comedy Club. If you want to reach me, them Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. I'm non-binary. What of it? Give it up for this trans queer. Uh, good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you